The word gospel is so little understood. And that is the topic for this week's Preaching Points podcast. Glad to have you here. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And are you looking for resources to improve your preaching? Well, the Haddon W. Robinson Center for Preaching has many resources for you. Check out the Gordon Conwell online store at gordonconwellstore.org and click on Conference Audio or Pulpit Talk. There you'll find audio of many of our past preaching conferences. You'll find Pulpit Talk, our quarterly audio journal for preachers, and also many lectures that were given on the campus of Gordon-Conwell Seminary. They're all available for download. Check out the Gordon-Conwell store at gordonconwellstore.org. All right, now let's join Drs. Scott Gibson and Matt Kim with this week's Preaching Points podcast as they talk about why so many people misunderstand the gospel and how preachers can clarify its meaning. Matt, there's a saying that D.L. Moody said. He said, I do not think there is a word in the English language so little understood as the word gospel. Do you agree with Moody? Because if you do, I mean, there's a whole school that's going to come and get you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I think today in our culture, we have taken the word gospel and we've removed in some ways the crux of the gospel message, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And perhaps we've taken that concept and changed it and modified it so that it really becomes what we do with the gospel. Mm-hmm. And also, we've minimized the word itself. We'll say, this is the gospel truth. And uh, we're using it more adjectivally instead of really as a noun or even as the power of a verb. That is, right. the gospel is the work of Jesus Christ, as you stated, his death, his burial, his resurrection, the forgiveness of our sins, the atonement, the work of Christ and yet we don't necessarily have a, a clear understanding about what the work of Christ is. Mm, yeah. In some ways, we've taken that work of Christ and we've made it our work in terms of what we do in response to the gospel so that it becomes something about social justice and caring for the poor. And these are all important tasks that God gives to us as his people. But the essence of the gospel is the work of Christ and not on what we do. And so it is Christ alone and the work of Christ alone. And so you can understand then why um, when we talk about preaching the gospel, that we really want to make sure that preachers are clear about what the gospel is about. Yeah. I mean, you get the Greek word euangelion, the good news. Oh, you're very impressive there. (laughs) Please, please go on, Professor. (laughs) (laughs) Really, do we have a firm grasp of the fact that the gospel is good news for us, that when we present the gospel, it's not just about what's happening in our lives, but that Jesus is glorified through the work that he has done for us on the cross and in his resurrection. And so it is good news, and Jesus is the one who did it for us, and that's a good word, good news for those who hear it. Mm. It's interesting that Moody said this quote hundreds of years ago. Yeah. What do you think were some of the issues of his day? Why do you think uh, the gospel was misunderstood then, and how is it misunderstood now? I would not doubt that 
even though we are uh, more than 100 years away from Moody's statement, people today are in many ways similar to the people that were moving about in the late 19th century, Mm. living lives separate from this good news, uh, living their lives even perhaps as Christians with a cloudy understanding of what gospel really means. Mm. And so it's a great emphasis for us to be able to take Moody's words and to recognize that the word gospel is so little understood. It's little understood by those who preach it, by those who hear it, and by those who live it. Mm -hmm. Because if we really did understand the gospel of what Jesus Christ did, the impact of that would be so powerfully demonstrated in our lives. Mm, That's a great observation. Yeah, I think today that the fact that the gospel has been minimized to something that non-believers need, and we forget that Christians, we need the gospel too. We need a constant reminder of what Jesus has done for us, and that should be life-giving. That should transform the way we think, act, and, and love others and love God. Yeah, and so as preachers then, We want to make sure that we're clear about the gospel so that our listeners are clear about the gospel and that we're clear about living that gospel so our listeners will be clear about living that gospel. And so the challenge that Moody experienced in the late 19th century is similar to what our listeners experience today, and that is the word gospel is so little understood. Thank you, Scott Gibson and Matt Kim for that helpful conversation about the gospel on this week's Preaching Points podcast. And we also want to thank you for listening. I know your support over the year has helped us produce such podcasts as Preaching Points and other audio like Pulpit Talk, our quarterly audio journal for preachers. So again, thanks. And please join us next week as we share more insight on preaching God's Word. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at Pulpit Talk. And like us on Facebook, Our Facebook account is called Pulpit Talk. All right, we'll see you next week. I'm Brian Hedinga. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.